And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Well, welcome back, everybody. Zach Spear here, and I'm really excited to spend some time with you here today. Today, I'm actually sitting with my wife, Ashley, my partner in crime in MLM Rebels, and we are extremely excited to spend some time with you guys here today. So we are starting this today. So first, well, first of all, before I jump into that kind of stuff, do you want to say hi? Hello. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so every Monday, we are going to be doing a Leadership Monday podcast to not only talk about what well, uh, we'll probably be diving into a little bit of marketing things and, and stuff like that, but we want to specifically talk about leadership because no matter how good your um, recruiting is, no matter how efficient your processes are, if you have um, people running out the back door every four seconds, if your retention sucks because your leadership sucks, um, the team will not be worth anything. You will not be producing, uh, we will not be producing a ongoing residual based income in this niche, uh, we would be producing a leveraged income. And we're looking for leverage, but we're also looking for residual and passive. And I don't know about you, but we are in this business because we want to make an impact, a contribution on people. If we just want to make money, um, this is an extremely good way to do it. But there are ways with a little less people involved and people bring problems. And so uh, there are ways to make a lot of money with less people and they don't include MLM. Um, so uh, if you want to make a contribution, if you want to make people's uh, lives better, this is a great way to do it, but you have to know how to lead. And so every Monday, we're going to be having a Leadership Monday where Ash and I will both be here talking about the things that we're learning, the things that we maybe have learned, and hopefully how we can add value to your life. So before we start things off, what I want you guys to do is if you haven't done so yet, go down uh, in the um, in the podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, if we added value to your life, I would be extremely appreciative if you did that. And if you did, if you leave a review, uh, every week we will do a raffle and send you out some MLM Rebels swag. So we have uh, produced some of the... I, I think they're very nicely designed, which they are, um, but I think they're very nicely designed. But unopinionated. These are some of the highest quality pieces of swag that you could possibly get. Uh, the t-shirts are of the highest quality. We spared absolutely no expense in them. And we will send out at least one of these on this raffle every single week if you leave a review. So 
do that for us and we will enter, enter you into that and we'll get that uh, get that out to you if you win that raffle. So uh, let's jump into things. So first of all, Ashley said hello, um, which is really, really cool. So I won't uh, I won't put on the spot quite yet, but I wanted to jump into a few things that just had things that have been happening to, I guess, us recently. And um, you obviously at this point, you've probably heard our uh, rant in the last last podcast. And um uh, what I'm going to do is is let you know a few things that are happening and then also give you a few resources that you can uh, utilize for your leadership development. So we've already talked a little bit about, you know, how how short-sighted it can be to not know how to build this kind of business from a leadership perspective, okay? So one of the things that we, we've seen in the past, you maybe have seen this too, maybe you've been exposed to something like this, is where a really talented marketer, really talented online marketer might, you know, get into this kind of a business and basically, you know, use their skills to recruit a massive team and it, they'll make a ton of money up front. But what'll, what'll, what'll happen a lot, what you've seen a lot is that person will continue to jump companies or that person will be forgotten and they'll be gone. And why is that? Well, the reason is, is because they don't have the skills to lead a group of human beings. They have the skills to sell a product and you need both. You know, in traditional network marketing, most people develop, and I'm talking about old school stuff, most people develop leadership skills, which are really, really awesome. They develop leadership skills and they learn how to retain a team, how to deal with people. And man, this is so valuable. And, and it's so valuable in so many aspects of life, not just the business. It's valuable in your relationships with your significant other, with a job, if you have a job. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times <clears throat> we saw in our previous company where it was very leadership focused, how many times people would advance in their traditional careers because of the leadership principles they were learning in our team, not necessarily from us, but from from the from the system that we were a part of as well, and uh, that's huge. That's huge, huge, huge. The other side of the coin, the other extreme side of the coin, is where you are strictly a marketer and you can recruit a million people, but you have no leadership abilities, and that is very destructive. It's not probably as destructive because you can you can make a lot more money that way, um, but you're not going to have any sort of retention. So what you need to have is a blend of these two worlds. And uh, sadly, in the old school network marketing world, pretty much no one knows how to market or recruit effectively. They, they're doing crap like hotel meetings or online meetings or posting stupid pictures of their stuff on Facebook or on Instagram and hoping to start these conversations. And their, their recruiting processes are stupid and they don't work and they're not scalable and they're not leverageable. It's all the stuff that we talk about with MLM Rebels, right? Um, and But if they do get someone in, like they're good at retaining them. The leadership is great. The, the personal development is great. And um, the, the flip side of the coin, you guys already understand that. So you understand where we're coming from now, why we want to talk about these things, uh, why we all need to, you need to, we need to all implement these things in order to create a team that lasts and to create a team that actually wants to go where you're going. Um, you know, the, the true mark of leadership is are people following, or excuse me, the true litmus test of leadership is are people following you? And, you know, people can follow you because you're getting good results. That is one way that you can be a leader and it is, it's good. But if you're 100% dependent on your performance, the second that you make a mistake, 
you have problems. So you have to get people emotionally tied to you, um, relationally tied to you, create heartstrings from your heart to theirs so that they'll go through a wall for you. See, people don't go through a wall for you if your entire leadership is based on performance. Um, like if, 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 they're the, if the only reason they're following you is because of performance, they won't follow you for very long. Um, because you'll slip up, you'll make a mistake, we'll make a mistake, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you have to create these heartstrings while you can so that when you do make a mistake, they're still there. Now, don't mistake this with performance opening the door. You know, people will enter your world as a follower when your performance is beyond theirs. So when you can get better results than they can and they believe that they can get better results in their life because you can help them, that's how you open the door to leadership, but you have to quickly segue from performance-based leadership to heart-based leadership. Sound good? All right. So um, you can jump in whenever you'd like, Ashley. Ashley has a, has a really, really cool point to share about uh, about uh, basically sowing what you reap. And um, that's kind of what we want to talk about today is, is sowing and reaping. And really, this, this concept is in every major philosophy in life. It's not tied to a specific uh, religion necessarily or a certain, you know, anything. You know, every religion that you look at or every uh, major movement that you look at, one of their primary teachings is sowing and reaping. You think about it like karma if you want. You know, karma is fine. You put something out in the world, it's going to come back to you. If you put something good out there, it's going to come back to you good. If you bad out there, it's going to come back to you bad. You know, that's, that's uh, you know, more on like more of an Eastern type religion, like a Western way of saying it would be sowing and reaping. Whatever I put in the ground, I'll reap back, right? So that's entirely true. And um, if you, I mean, obviously you all believe that. You guys all get it. I mean, everyone knows that that's true. But here's what it looks like in terms of like, if we bring it down into a business perspective in terms of network marketing, whatever you put out there is going to come back to you in terms of how the way you treat your downline, the way you treat your upline, the way you treat your crossline, and the way you treat your prospects. If if I treat my prospects like they're worthless, they're not going to join me because they think that they're worthless and they're going to give me worthless back, equaling zero dollars or zero recruiting. If I give them value up front, they're going to give me value back when they join the team, right? If I treat my downline like garbage, well, number one, they're going to be gone. You know, So if I treat them poorly, that downline is gone. That retention is gone. I, I have now reaped what I have sown. If I... Um, let's say I have a downline that makes me angry. They piss me off. Um, and I say, and, and they, they do something and I retaliate in some sort of angry way. Um, that person will now leave me. Like I will lose most likely my leadership with them. Now it's not saying you can't, don't correct people. You have to correct people, right? Especially downline when they're, when they're saying, when they're doing or saying stupid things that are self-sabotaging themselves in success. And we have to correct them. But we have to correct them in the way that doesn't ruffle their feathers, that doesn't make them uh, want to leave us, right? You ever notice that you, like a really good coach, gives you a lot different of a feeling than a crappy boss? Both of them are accomplishing the same things. They're correcting you. They're repurposing what you're doing. A really good coach is going to redirect you into success. A boss is going to redirect you into success even if they suck because if you listen to the boss, you're going to keep your job, right? But you're pissed off at the boss, but you're not at the coach. What was the difference? It was the way they communicated to you. Um, really book, good book on communication in this exact context is called Bringing Out the Best in People by Alan Joy McGinnis or Alan Loy McGinnis. It's an old book, but it's extremely good. Uh, I'd recommend picking that up for sure and reread it as many times as you need to. 
Um, in the same vein is, you know, how you treat your upline, right? Um, you know, some people think like there's two, there's two schools of thought. Neither of them think, I think are intelligent. I think a middle ground is intelligent. Number one is, um, you know, let's, let's pretend, let's just call you as a downline, right? You as a downline, treat your upline, uh, like they need you. Here's a newsflash. They don't need you. Um, maybe in a rare instance, they might, if you're the heavy hitter and they're just like some random guy that happened to sponsor you, maybe that's the case. Um, but I would venture to guess if you have been registered by a, uh, by the person that developed the process that everyone is using, I'd venture to guess that the downline significantly needs the upline a lot more. Um, meaning if, if you lost your upline, that's bad. Like that's really bad and you're basically back to ground zero. But if the downline lost or if the upline lost you, not so big of a deal, they can find another one, right? So that being the context of things, it can develop into a, uh, almost like a, like bow before, bow before me type of situation where like you as the downline can never question anything. It's always like a, Hey, I'm like, like upline is holier than thou. And I don't think that's healthy. We've seen that. Uh, many, many times in in this industry, and we don't think that's necessarily healthy, right? The other side of the coin is where the upline, or excuse me, the downline believes that the upline kind of works for them, right? It's like, a, hey, you're served, like they're aware that the upline's heart is to serve and they take advantage of that servitude by thinking that um, the upline needs them. And that's kind of what I was talking about the first time. If you didn't catch the news flash, that is complete garbage. Um, the upline does not need the downline. Um, if there's any need in the relationship, it's the opposite. In most case, in most cases, like I said, so both of those are two extremes. I don't think either is right. Somewhere in the middle is correct. Okay, but if you're going to err on the side of uh, on one of these one of these occasions, you should err or err on the side of the first one, where you have respect for for your upline because at the end of the day most likely like i said they're providing your process that is allowing you to potentially achieve financial freedom they if you didn't exist they could go find another you just like with just the, the same is goes goes for us too like you know like 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 our upline like we have respect for our upline right and we have respect for our downline. We're always operating out of a place of respect for all people, whether upline, downline, or crossline. Um, and we're always operating out of the perspective of we are sewing into the big team. We're sewing into the big picture. We're sewing into the big process. And whatever is good for the big team is good for us. Whatever is good for the big team is good for our upline. Whatever is good for the big team is good for our downline. And that doesn't always necessarily mean that's what's good for us in that moment. You know, maybe that means we are stepping out of our comfort zone. Maybe that means we are doing something we don't like to do. Maybe it means we're actually sacrificing something and we're going a little bit backwards in that time and place because we know that it's moving the greater cause forward in a bigger way. So, you know, just like Zach talked about, you know, we're always operating out of this concept, out of this law of sowing and reaping. And it's, you know, it's pretty simple, like sowing and reaping. It's there's laws in nature that talk about the same thing. If you take a seed, a seed will always have dominion over the earth. 
Like if I take an orange seed and I plant that seed in the ground, never, ever, 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 if I only plant an orange seed, am I going to get an apple tree? Like that's not going to happen. It's impossible. I planted an orange seed and I'm going to get an orange tree or an orange bush, whatever you want to call it, because that's what I planted. And in the same way, our words and our attitudes operate the same way. So if we plant seeds of negativity, if we plant seeds of doubt in our words, if we plant seeds of condemnation with our team, um, with the big team, with our downline, with our upline, those are the things that are going to come back to us. We are putting those words into the soil and we are going to reap a harvest that is not fruitful and that is filled with those. Now, if we have grace with our team and we use words of grace in situations that are complicated, if we lead with love, if we use words of confidence when we're building up our, our downline, if we speak positively and we always edify our upline even if we don't agree even if we're in a situation that rubs us the wrong way if we're always lifting people up and using uplifting words now we're putting those words into the soil and we're going to get a fruitful harvest back you know we're going to see the benefits of exactly what we put in and you know tony robbins talks about this stuff also he doesn't call it sowing and reaping but he calls it our ultimate personal power he calls it you know what are the words that we are internally saying to ourselves are they words of confidence are they uplifting words or are we condemning ourselves are we being self-conscious are we being judgmental and if that's the case if we're being judgmental we're condemning ourselves ultimately that's going to lead to things like depression um, and us not moving forward but if we're speaking positively we're, we're telling ourselves that we're good enough that we're smart that we're confident that we're beautiful you know, that's how we're going to operate in the world. And that's how we're going to operate with other people. Yeah, totally. So really good points. And I think what we'll probably leave you with is something that Ashley just brought up, which is, which is unity. And, you know, a unified team is one that takes ground and sticks together. And I don't know about you. I mean, but I want to do the work one time and get paid forever rather than keep redoing the work over and over and over again, because the team doesn't stick together. Right. And that comes from unity and what actually brought up was uh was a really really good, good point in unity and so like for instance i give you an exact example um if you're if you if let's say if, if if the bigger team or your upline is doing something that you don't necessarily agree with okay it makes negative sense like it is stupid absolutely moronic to Go against what they're saying in public to your team, anywhere in public online. It is dumb. D-U-M-B-B-B-B-B. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. Why is that dumb? Because let's think about how this extrapolates or progresses as time goes on. The first thing that happens is, is um, your team gets confused. And that's, number, that's the first thing. Number one, the team gets confused and they're like, okay, who should I follow? Should I follow, you know, the big upline or should I follow you? Well, let's say they choose to follow you. So you have now defected and they are following you. And let's now think about what happens next. Let's say somebody downline on your team gets a better idea than what you've got, or they think it's a better idea than what you've got. What do they do? Do they keep following or do they defect? Well, what did you do? Well, you defected. That's the example they saw. 
so that they defect and it goes on and on and on and on and you have this massive fragmented team of a bunch of people doing their own thing and you got a bunch of people that have very little respect for what each other what what their upline is doing that is called stupidity see leadership is actually example that's how you spell leadership e-x-a-m-p-l-e and people don't do what you say they do what they see and I'm not telling you to have this blind faith at all times. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is behind closed doors, that's where you might disagree. That's where you might respectfully bring up different conversations. But in out of closed doors, that's where you're unified. And if you haven't come to a res- resolution, you stay unified. So let's say, let's go back to that example. Let's say you have a, d- a different idea than your upline. This happened to us. This is an exact scenario that happened to us in a previous company. We had what we believed was a better idea than what our upline was doing. So we brought it up to them in private and we came up with a solution that we could work our, we could work our idea and still stay in lockstep or unity with our upline in front of those closed doors so that we didn't screw up our team. Because guess what? If our team saw us defecting, the thing, the whole thing would happen. But you know what, would, what actually happened is we were able to do our thing. We were able to do that, and it was totally fine. <clears throat> we, t- we, we did what we needed to do. We stayed in unity out in, out in public. And when we were with that team, like they, they, like they never broke that unity. But if we wanted to implement something new in that team, we still could with the blessing of that upline. And guess what? You still have unity. You can still have different tactics as long as you have the same uh, heart coming through that whole team. So, again, the dumbest thing you can do is is de-edify the upline or the bigger team in public or to your team in any way. You want to be in communication with them. And if you disagree, that's okay. Just do it privately. Get into a place where you are in agreement. Even if you're agreeing to disagree, that's fine. Just get into that place in private so that when you're in public, both you and the upline are preaching the same message. So your team knows what to do. They know who to follow. They know that I can trust the big upline and I can trust you. Because if you get them split, it's going to extrapolate. Whatever you do to your upline, it's going to happen to from, from your downline times like one or two for sure. If you do something, whatever you do to them, your downline's going to do to you. Whatever I do to my upline, my downline will do to me. Okay, so if I defect, they're going to defect, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think that we've kind of beat that horse a little bit. It's probably not dead, but it's been beat. Um, so with that, guys, we're all set for today. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add today? Yeah, I would just close and say like, as an MLM rebel, as the community that we're creating, you know, we believe in operating out of a place of love. We believe in operating out of a place of honesty, of ownership of ourselves and of our business and of our words and, and operating out of a place of trust with those that we're working with. And that's what we're trying to create here. Totally. So, uh, these aren't currently published anywhere, but you know, we have a list of like rules that we operate by, especially with a name like MLM rebels, you know, we are rebelling against certain things, but not against other things. So we are rebelling against the way that they've been things have been done in terms of like old school marketing. Um, We're rebelling against that crap. We're rebelling against some of the cult doctrine that goes within this industry. We're rebelling against that. But we are not rebelling against each other. Just because of the name says rebel doesn't mean we say, hey, I have a new idea. Yay, I'm gonna go do it and screw up everything. That doesn't mean that rebels means what I just said. It doesn't mean we are going crazy. Think about, um, if I'm going to go nerdtastic on you all, think about Star Wars, right? You have 
you have the uh, the Imperial Empire, I think, right, which is like the big honcho people. And then you have the rebels. The rebels are trying to create freedom where the empire is trying to, you know, um, uh, push everyone down and create this like kind of slavery type system. The rebels all are moving towards the same goal. They're not all rebelling against each other. They're just rebelling against one thing, the empire. That's it. We're rebelling against one thing, which is basically cult-like doctrine and dumb marketing in MLM. That's it. We don't rebel against each other. So, um, Hopefully that all makes sense. And uh, with that, we're wrapping everything up. And uh, first of all, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out today. We love each and every one of you. We appreciate you all for taking the time here. And once again, if you haven't left a review on the podcast, go ahead and do that. We will enter you into a raffle to get some very high-quality MLM Rebels swag. And if you haven't done so yet, check out the MLM Rebel. MLM Rebels Facebook group. And if you find it so fitting for you, go ahead and attend the webinar that uh, we post occasionally in that group if it's available for you. And uh, in there, we describe how we actually build our business and um, and just kind of show you behind the curtain. So with it, guys, hopefully you have a great day. We love you all and we'll talk to you soon.